Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. Today, we will focus on the topic of localization. So we have talked already about implementation quite a lot already, but so far we actually never really touched on the topic of country-specific implementation. And there are quite some aspects that you will need to have in mind, not only on customer side, but also on SAP side, before you can actually start an implementation project. And to discuss all this, we have invited two guests, Rodrigo Alves, who is SAP S4HANA Cloud product expert and focusing on exactly this topic, and Leonardo Nunes, who is working closely with customers in his daily job as customer success manager. So thanks for taking your time today, Rodrigo and Leonardo, and welcome to our podcast. Thanks, Camila. Happy to have you here. So could you maybe allude a little bit on the roles that you are currently in? Yes, for sure. Hi, Corina. My name is Rodrigo Alves. Hello, everybody. Uh, good morning. Okay, I, I am a SAP S4HANA Cloud product expert working as a member from SAP customer care team. As a S4HANA Cloud product expert, I have to provide a clear guidance to the on-site implementation team for both, okay, for sure as the system implementator and also for the customer. And I have, uh, first of all, to defend the SAP Activate methodology and also giving some support and analyze and coordination and coordinating all the configuration requests, engaging also for customer feedback and reference activities. Okay, and to finish, I can say that I'm very happy to be part of the cloud team do with the fact that I have been following the cloud solutions evolution for a while, and I'm sure cloud is no longer the future, but the present of many companies already. And in my point of view, in a few years, 100% of IT will be running in cloud solutions. Thanks so much for the introduction. So how about you, Leonardo? Hi, Corina. Hi, Rodrigo. And uh, thank you for the invite of participating in the session. Uh, my name is Leonardo Nunes. I am a customer success manager, also called a CSM for SAP Preferred Success customers in Latin America. In my daily job, I help customers to run better, especially in terms of uh, mission critical support, also in learning and enablement and success resources for their projects and their operations. I joined SAP in 2014 and started on this specific role on 2016. And now for almost two years, I have been working directly with customers with S4HANA Cloud projects. So how did the two of you actually meet in the big, big SAP world? Uh, we are actually part of the same project team in some customers for S4HANA Cloud. Uh, here in Brazil, where we work, so this is where uh, we met each other. Uh -huh, good to know. Okay, so let us get started with the very first question that I have for you guys. And I guess maybe Rodrigo, that goes a bit into your direction. Why are we talking about localization projects in SAPS for HANA Cloud? So why does um, localization play such an important role here? Oh, Corina, so when we talk about S4HANA Cloud projects, uh, we have to consider in, in a simple way, okay, two, two aspects. 
the general functions and the counter specific functions. Why? Okay, because for general functions, does does not matter the country, the behavior is the same. Okay, if you are implementing so uh, all all solutions, all, all all kind of products that we have in Canada, in the United States, in India, in China, Japan, Brazil, doesn't matter. For general functions, the, the behavior should be the same. Okay, but uh, in another hand, uh, in additional to this kind of general functions. There are so-called counter-specific functions that we also describe with the terms of localization. Okay, that summarize a var a variety of features that meet both business and legal requirements of the country. The information here are relevant for all newest releases. Okay, for that uh, all informations inside this podcast, and we will. Using Brazil country as a re, uh, example because uh, it's a country with a deep and a complex fiscal uh, context. Okay, and Corina, it's also important to mention that when we talk about localization cloud universe, we need to start by describing the four key points that you need to be aware of. Do not starting a localization implementation project in S4 HANA cloud without any of the uh, four key points. Okay, which uh, four key points are you talking about? Can you maybe allude a bit, a bit on these uh, four key points? Yeah, sure, Corina. <clears throat> there are four key points related to a localization project. That is the main idea here inside this podcast. Okay, so we have what we have here. The number one is the sub best practices. The number two is the tax calculations. The number three is a document and the number four is legal reports. Okay, so why do we need these uh, four points? Could you maybe explain them to us step by step and maybe start with the first one, the SAP best practices? So why do we need to consider that before implementing? Yes, definitely, uh, Corina. So the, the first key point, SAP best practices, uh, in S4HANA Cloud project, SAP best practices will be always uh, uh, related to the standard process needed for the localization. Okay, so they will be representing good basis to start the evolutions. And in, a, in other words, we when we talk about SAP best practices, we are referring to localized scope items. That means only standard process ready to use in that country. Okay, for example, let's consider our implementation in Brazil. So if Corina is the responsible to run the activities here related to best practice, Corina needs to understand all the sales process, the purchase process, the financial process, and so on. And just put this in a document and consider this is as a scope related to process. Mm -hmm. so we've heard a lot about SAP best practices already, and so I guess that is not that new for anybody, but Definitely, it's very interesting now to also take a look at it from another angle and also to point out that there is local specific content for standard processes. So that's definitely very important to mention. Uh, the second uh, key point that you mentioned was taxation. What is that all about? Yes, the second key point is uh, related to tax calculation and taxation. So uh, it's it's the most common compliance requirements search for localization because there are various perspectives to be considered 
in, in, in when we are talking about tax calculation. For example, we, we have to understand how to determine and calculate an indirect tax, how to maintain uh, the tax attributes in master data, how to use the, the partner uh, tax solutions and the tax uh, partner master data and so on. And for example, uh, to, to run this, this kind of uh, tax calculation, the official product, uh, to, uh, it's called tax services, okay, which helps you to determine and calculate applicable country region specific indirect taxes to support the tax compliance. For example, in Brazil, uh, we we have tax uh, tax services uh, providing bar at, at thirty partner solutions via API. Mm -hmm. So that is the second, definitely also important. Uh, the third one, what was that again? The, the third, third one. Point. The third key point is related to the document. So, according until now. It's important to summarize to our audience that we have uh, number one as ACP best practice, number two as a tax calculations, and number three as a e document. So, when, for example, let's use now uh, Canada. If we have to run our implementation project in Canada, you have to understand if we it's uh, mandatory, for example, to deal with local uh, local integrations related to e documents. And for example, it's mandatory in Canada uh, to send to the government uh, a delivery note, an invoice, a credit memo. We don't know. So first of all, we have to understand if it's mandatory or not. So uh, to summarize, in some countries, required companies to exchange data in a specific uh, format. In most cases, they are using uh, XML format to do this kind of uh, integration, okay? This kind of transformation and integration. So this this kind of data, of course, that come could be come from SAP ACC and SAP S4 HANA systems uh, in in a specific format that the the government are expecting. Doesn't matter if they are the the tax authority or the legal entities. You have to be aware that there is a specific format. Then it's important to understand if this kind of integration related to a document should be considered doing during the localization project. Okay, so e-documents. Then the fourth point was uh, legal reports, right? Yes, legal reports, Corina, very nice. So the, the last one, I think that in my point of view, was, is one of the most important here because here we are talking about the integration with the local government. Okay, the government relates to that country that we are uh, using Excel, uh, examples. Let's, for example, talking about Brazil. So. Reporting requires mostly come from tax liability and their exposure uh, obligation to tax authority. Okay, for some industry, it's also uh, and, uh, needed to provide an additional report to the industrial authority in country. For example, pharmaceuticals and food productions and distributions that are specific regulations. Okay, so SAP uh, uh, official tool for to deal with legal reports in S4HANA Cloud, it's called ACR, Advanced Compliance Reporting. So it's a, uh, uh, with ACR, we can, we, uh, it's possible to provide a global compliance reporting solution that helps you to create, generate, and also to send, the, the to submit this uh, compliance reports to the government, okay? And uh, how to start, for example, Corina, let's, let's ask, ask the, about the initial, how to start a kind of evaluation. I mean, how to understand what is the relevant report for the country. 
it's, it's totally simple. But number one, it's to ask how many mandatory reports we have to consider for that country. And number two is to understand if there is an additional report related to industry regulations in that specific country. So in ACP Help Portal, it's, we have a list with all specific uh, reports that we are already uh, available, that we have already available for uh, uh, so many countries. And that's it, Corina. Thank you so much for bringing some light into this. So these are the four key points, the SAP best practices, taxation, e-document, and legal reports. Did I get them right? Thank you, Corina. Right, you, <laughs> you <laughs> learned by heart. You learned by heart, thank you. <laughs> So these areas, or maybe we can even call them theoretical bases for us, um, these are the four areas that you will definitely have to have in mind before implementing a project. But now, Leonardo, how has been your experience with SAP Svana Cloud projects? And how is your experience also connected to our overarching topic here of localization? So, Corinna, uh, certainly it has been a journey. Uh, implementation projects for us for HANA Cloud, they are challenging as this is yet a new tool for us in SAP and both for customers and partners around the globe as well. In such projects, uh, we are not only talking about specific topics as localization, but we are yet speaking and helping customers on product configuration, consulting, instant handling, and some topics as change management, cloud mindset awareness, this is very important, and also the SAP Activate methodology. As Rodrigo said, we are like guards of SAP Activate methodology. Uh, this is a huge point for all uh, projects related to S4HANA Cloud. And when you ask me about how my experience is connected to the topic of localization, I can tell you an example that here in Brazil, uh, where we work, we have some very complex regulations. We have some very complex scenarios for S4HANA cloud projects. Uh, so Rodrigo and I have already explored a little bit on these topics. And then this is something very related to the daily business of our customers and also the activities that they run in their implementation projects. Uh, for this, we have some resources. Uh, that can be used for the customers. These resources are available in our portals and they can be used as quality assurance checks for the project and also for their daily operations. Okay, can you talk a bit more about the resources? Absolutely. Um, first, every partner and every customer, as Rodrigo was saying, should know the SAP best practices and the SAP roadmap viewer uh, accessing the solution-specific area for uh, S4HANA Cloud, because there you can find each activity described with further details, as well as templates, documents, and everything that will be imparted in this journey. It is a key resource for every project success. Also, something that is very interesting is the S4HANA Cloud community, because there you have product descriptions, you have offerings for learnings, you have also a dedicated space for doubts, for um, customer collaboration with product experts and with other customers, and also knowledge sharing. So along with all of that, I would also say that you should always be connected to your SAP representatives. 
Definitely. So I I totally agree. Uh, so maintaining a really good relationship with SAP representatives is definitely a huge benefit for uh, the success also of the project. Um, and along these lines, could you maybe mention one of the times that you helped one of your customers and how you helped them? Sure. Um, focusing on our main topic of today, that is localization, uh, I can tell you that SAP representatives will be very important on each customer journey. And for my experience, me and Rodrigo, we have been working with one of our customers and we identified a critical business process that was not covered in the solution. Uh, and it was, um, we were able to work with the customer in our uh, internal processes and also understanding the importance of that business process. So we were able to create a request. We guided the customer through this journey, the customer and the partner. They were able to provide us the details that we needed and we were able to then run the internal processes needed and this feature that we have asked for that customer has asked for will now be implemented in 2005 release so we ran through this journey and we were able to help the customer run better uh, with a localization topic and this is very important because sap is working hard to deliver and adapt the features in our solutions for every count version, but there's still many topics that can be changing or that can be very challenging in for each country or for each industry. So whenever customers identify a situation that we may need re to require support to localization teams, it is very important uh, that is communicated to SAP representatives at the soonest and that they can run uh, what we call uh, the impediment process. Mm -hmm. Very important information that you're giving us here. So that's quite interesting. Now, with the background that we have on uh, the four key points that Rodrigo mentioned already before, and also your customer experience, let's uh, maybe try to think about the one scenario. So maybe, Rodrigo, that is uh, something for you. Let's assume that uh, in an implementation project, we missed taking a closer look at any of these four key points that you mentioned before. So would you say that the implementation will definitely fail or would maybe any critical challenges occur? Corina, uh, it's so simple. Let's, uh, let's uh, ask the same for our audience, for example, number one, it's possible to run a project without uh, uh, best practice. I mean, the process without uh, a sales, a purchase, a financial process. No. So the, the key point, number one, is totally mandatory. The key point, let's analyze the key point two, tax calculation. The same in all country, doesn't matter the country. Could be the, the China, could be Brazil, could be a small one. It's totally relevant to do a, a, a kind of tax calculation. Doesn't matter if it's so hard, if it's so simple, if we have t 10 types of tax types, or if you have one, just one, we have to consider. So number three, uh, uh, a documents integrations, it's a legal requirement, so it's not possible to, to be in life without the uh, electronic uh, document integration. And the key point four, the government uh, reports, the government will be asking in the end of the month, in the end of the year, in the end of the 
quarter we don't know we always should ask to the customer uh, we have to send to this kind of uh, compliance at the end of the month so uh, we don't have how to we don't have a way to be uh, in live without to if one of these four key points mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um Leonardo, you just mentioned the impediment process uh, that is then coming on top. Can you um, tell us a bit more about that? Uh, is it something like the, the ultimate process for customers when the defined standard cannot be met in their case, maybe? Yes, uh, the impediment process is an internal process that is a key resource whenever customers and partners cannot deliver a local requirement, a compl compliance requirement, that is related to a law or to something in, in with the current um, system configurations. So when this happens, customer and partner should connect with the SAP representative and provide them uh, with the most information possible about that process. Uh, and also, for example, as we mentioned, it should be uh, required by law. It should be required by a critical business scenario. So this should be very detailed to the SAP representative. So in order that this SAP representative can run the impediment process internally, and also maybe if needed, ask some more information to the customer, ask some more resources such as screenshots, videos, documents, uh, and also the links to this compliance requirements. So for example, law descriptions and all of that. Uh, and this is where SAP will base the understanding and try to discuss internally and also with the customer in need, if needed to understand the situation and how we will be able to act accordingly. So it's a very critical process uh, and it should be used when we cannot meet those requirements and they are assured by law or for a compliance reason. Okay, I understand. So is there a certain timing of when such impediments uh, can be raised by customers or partners? Not actually, not actually. Um, this request can be submitted ever since the project started. For example, in the very beginning, in the uh, prepare phase while doing the feature standard workshops, or also in the realize phase when you are configuring the system and you notice that maybe uh, one of the key compliance requests will not be met or also when you are already live. So because we have already mentioned that local requirements and compliance requests, they can be changing around the globe. They can be constantly changing. So and, and we also have some countries in which the situation is more complex than others. Uh, and some countries have some different changes in laws and by this, uh, the, um, the impediment process is related to any phase of the project and SAP representatives are there to help you on these requests. Wow, so you sure have a lot of information to share and I think uh, the both of you could go on for, I don't know, a few more episodes definitely, uh, but I think we should uh, try to get to an end. Um, Rodrigo, uh, maybe for the audience that is listening in today and uh, who's interested also to learn more, where can you find more information around the topic? Oh, Corina, it's very simple. It's, it's, it's simple because uh, you can uh, 
uh, go to, for example, the blog.sap.com and search for localization as for HANA Cloud. So there you will find a helpful uh, hints and it's a good opportunity to get in touch and expand your uh, relationship in our uh, S4HANA Cloud community, okay? A rich uh, website as well for localization themes in, uh, is localization toolkit for S4HANA Cloud. So because uh, there we have a value information, not only about uh, region specific functions, but also related to extensibility for S4HANA Cloud implementation projects, okay? Here we are talking about a more the, uh, 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 a search that we can do for a specific kind of uh, extensibility in that country. So uh, for all solutions mentioned here into this podcast, you can ask access uh, for sure the official product information in our SAP help. Uh, just put in Google uh, SAP help plus SAP product name, and then you find all official information and thanks for the opportunity, and that's it. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, any last words from you, Leonardo? No, actually, I think we have shared quite a lot. As you mentioned, there's a lot of information about this topic. I invite everyone to um, run through the resources that Rodrigo was mentioning. And uh, just thank you for the opportunity as well to participate on your podcast. And I hope everyone have enjoyed this episode. Leonardo and Rodrigo, thank you so much for taking your time and for being with us today. Thanks a lot also for providing your insights into customer projects and how to deal with localization issues coming up during implementation projects. It was really a very interesting episode. Thanks, Karina. So if you all enjoyed today's discussion or if you would also like to hear more about other topics, please feel free to share your thoughts by dropping us an email via insightas4 at sap.com. Stay tuned for our next episode and be inside SAP S for HANA.